0: Good morning and welcome to Just Jess Podcast Morning Motivation, the bite-sized show that covers one topic in depth, where we will explore mindsets, motivation, success, love, and laughter. You're only one podcast away from a better you. Good morning. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Just Just Podcast show. I am your host, Miss Jessica Pagans, also known as Jonti Fabia, and I'm also known as Just Jess. It is Wednesday morning. It is a brand new day. It's another day that we can get it together, that we can make it right. It's a, a new dawning of a new day, and because of that, I am so ever grateful I know that life is just, you know, sometimes you have your good days and sometimes you have your bad days And sometimes you just don't understand what's going on, but that's okay Um, Life is not supposed to be as easy as we want it to be. There are going to be some good days There's going to be some bad days, but through it all You will get through this thing that we call life because we have to we have to keep ourselves motivated and keep ourselves focused on the prize because the prize is going to be greater than what we could ever imagine again thank you so much for joining me this morning i i missed you guys it seems like i hadn't been here forever but i know it was just a you know i was just here on monday but none the nonetheless thank you so much again for being here with me Um, Just a quick reminder, uh, the Just Just podcast show is here uh, Monday, Wednesdays, and Friday. We start exactly at 5 a.m. And yes, we are on Anchor, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeart Music, Amazon Music, Google uh, Podcasts. We also have Kindle, Alexa, Stitcher as well. Um, I also have a website. It is www.justjustpodcastshow.com as well as my other uh, websites. Uh, my Amazon website is www.amazon.com forward slash Jessica Fagans. Um, I wasn't going to do the Shopify because I think what I'm going to do is kind of bridge everything together. I'm working on that because I have so many things that I'm doing right now. I just need to learn to Uh, micromanage everything that I have going on because I have so much going on. And with that comes a lot of different passwords that I do not keep up with. Anybody else have issues uh, keeping the same password? I, I try to switch them up, but it just never, it never works. And so Uh, But I'm in the process of trying to uh, reroute some things with my websites because I want all of them to be together and not just by themselves. But nonetheless, um, you can go over to the websites and um, you can look at them if you want. You can drop me a line if you want. You can order some uh, merchandise (laughs) if you want. Whatever you want to do, it is fine with me. Again, it is Wednesday morning and I I just want to give kudos out to my special guest that was on Monday, Uh, Ms. Kayla Bryant-Sims, she did a wonderful job uh, speaking on depression and how she managed to live uh, with depression. We're still in May. May just started, right? And we're still celebrating and and, um, recognizing uh, that May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, And like I said, we're going to do this uh, all month. I'm going to be bringing different uh, topics about depression and bringing different guests on every Monday. I have another guest that will be on uh, next Monday. You don't want to miss this young lady. She's going to bring Some good information. She's gonna uh, be very, uh, very transparent about what she has going on in her life. I think you guys will enjoy uh, this special guest. I'm not gonna tell you who it is yet. Um, I will uh, do a flyer and put it up so that you guys can tune in. You definitely don't don't want to miss Monday. But we are recognizing mental health. Um, It's very vital to me. It's very important to me. It's something that. Um, and just recently, let me say this: even though I had been diagnosed with the things that I have been di- uh, diagnosed with, just recently I have been doing my homework on it. And when I tell you, if you have not done the research and if you have not read up on uh, mental disorders or any type of mental health, you're you're not doing yourself a, a, a due diligence because it is so informational it's it's just so much out there that i have learned since i started this podcast and even so even more so now that it's uh, may i've been doing a lot of reading and it's just like i'm just o- so overwhelmed with what i'm finding out and and it it begins to make sense to me it's like a puzzle you ever seen those 1000 uh, piece puzzles or 500 piece puzzles and when you p- open the box you just look at it and you're like there's no way that i can put all these pieces together. There is no way. I used to hate doing puzzles, but that's how mental health is. There are just so many factors to it. And because it's like a big puzzle to me as I'm putting the pieces together uh, for the mental health, it is coming together and it's starting to make sense in my mind. So listen, if you know somebody that's suffering from any type of mental health uh, issues, please get them some help. Or just you know talk with them and and point them in the the right uh, direction for uh, their health reasons, their safety reasons, and for your your uh, safety as well, uh, because that just you know it's it's just unbelievable. But I'm not gonna be here long. Uh, as you can tell, my voice is not the best. Um, it just you know it does what it wants to do. It is pollen season. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna stop saying it. It's pollen season every single day. <laughs> every morning do y'all understand me it is just so disrespectful that's why I say what I say we'll get through this thing called life together because this is another part of life that I just do not like I have so many allergies like I have and I take all this medicine and it does not work it does not work so you know we we got to do something about this pollen and I went to my car the other morning it was all on my car I'm like this is ridiculous, and I got a white car. I don't know why I got a white car because white everything shows up on white, and so it just it's just so annoying. It's just so annoying, but I'm not gonna be long because I'm I'm nasally and my voice is is trying to go. But I had to come today because I wanted to talk about this uh, topic with you guys and give you some um, important information about uh, this topic. But before I do all of that. It's affirmation time. Hey, affirmation time. Hey, affirmation time. Yes, this is the best part of my show. I get excited. Listen, you see how I, I've spruced up about that affirmation? I just love affirmations. Uh, but it's the best time. It's the best time for me uh, anyways, because it's, it's the time that I can speak over myself. And I needed some encouragement today, you know, because dealing with depression and dealing with uh, anxiety, you know, you have to reiterate some things over yourself, Jessica. So this is the best time for me. So I have my water uh, and I'm ready to to dive right on in. So y'all give me one second. Let me take a sip. Okay. So here we go. Affirmations. I am enough. Mm -hmm. I thought, I know y'all thought it was going to be longer than that. Mm -mm. That's it. That's all you need. Three words. I am enough. I'm going to say it again. I am enough. We all have a purpose and I am here to help bridge the gap in the mental health community. You are not your diagnosis. Woo! That was good. I'm gonna say that again. I had to clap. We all have a purpose. I am here to help bridge the gap in the mental health community. You are not your diagnosis. That came from none other than a gentleman by the name of Brandon Tyrone Marshall. He is a former American football wide receiver and a current American sports television personality who played 13 seasons in the National Football League. Football League. I'm sorry. He played college football at the University of Central Florida and was drafted by the Denver Broncos in the fourth round of the 2006 NFL draft. Marshall has also played for the Miami Dolphins, Chicago Bears, New York Jets, New York Giants, and the Seattle Seahawks. This boy is busy. After his retirement from the NFL, Marshall became a TV personality and is a former co-host on FS1's morning show, First Things First. That's what that stands for. Uh, Marshall is currently a co-host on Showtimes inside the NFL, which I watch, and has been on the show for seven seasons. Now listen, in 2011, NFL wide receiver Brandon Marshall, who we just discussed, was diagnosed with borderline personality Disorder. Together with his wife Michi Brandon, they started Project Three Seventy Five, and the reason they did uh, started it it was to help is to help others. I'm sorry, suffering from mental illnesses or any type of mental disorders, and that happened. They started that in 2011, and the pro and the um it's called Project Three Seventy Five, and so he said it clearly. We all have a purpose, okay? We are here, I am here, to help bridge the gap in the mental health community because you're not your diagnosis. And I chose this young man because of the, the topic that I was talking about today. Remember I told y'all, you, you just never know what somebody's going through? And it's always nice to be kind. Uh, uh, Kayla mentioned that on uh, Monday. You, it's, it, it doesn't pay a lot for you to be kind and nice to people. Because you never know what they're going through. And you may say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing that will set a trigger, okay? Trigger that person into doing something that they really don't want to do. So today's topic is personality disorders. That's it. So people with personality disorders have longstanding patterns of thinking and acting that differ from what society considers usual Or normal. Okay. The person's personality leads to social and emotional problems. They are often unable to cope well with life stresses and usually have trouble forming and maintaining any type of relationships, especially healthy relationships. There are 10 types, 10 types of personality disorders. And I did not know that 10 and each with a different characteristics and symptoms 10. So personality d- disorders, people with personality uh, disorders have longstanding patterns of thinking and acting different from what society considers usual and normal. So people who have trouble handling everyday stresses and, and, and have a pattern of difficulties with dealing with others that person may have a personality disorder. So if you know anybody, anybody, I don't care if you've known them for 20 plus years or you've known them for five minutes, anybody who has any type of trouble handling, any type of everyday stresses, they can't deal with it. And they have a pattern of of difficulty uh, when it comes to dealing with other people, check on your people because they may be suffering from personality disorders. Now, let me give you a disclaimer. I am not a mental health uh, psychiatrist, psychologist. Um, I did not go to school for this. What information that I am giving you is the information that I did my research on. If you need to see a psychiatrist, please get you some help, okay? Now, anyone can have a personality disorder. Just because you have not been diagnosed does not mean you don't suffer from it. But different types of personality disorders affect people differently. You may have it and you may not act the way that I I act. I have it and I don't see a lot of people acting the way that that I act. Okay. Research suggests that genetics, genetics, (laughs) abuse and other factors contribute to the development of obsessive compulsive or other personality disorder so let me put a fork in the road so again I was having a conversation with my mom good morning mom and she gave me some information because you know she and I both are very inquisitive when it comes to this thing called mental health and she she told me something because I told her, I said mom, I say you know they say mental health some traits of it can be genetic and she said to me yeah because we have a family member that suffered from blah, blah 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 and I was like are you serious and she was like yeah so again remember I told you that 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 those pieces of puzzles are coming together now when when it's pertaining to Jessica it's coming together now because it, the research says that uh, they suggest that genetic uh, plays a big part in And disorders now in the past some believe that people with personality disorders were just lazy or even evil i don't believe that but the newest research has uh, begun to explore such potential uh uh, causes as genetics parenting and peer influence uh influences so you know they always back in the old days they always would say child ain't nothing wrong with that 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 girl ain't nothing wrong with that boy might have a little bit of ADHD. I remember when my, uh, my son was in school and the teacher called me and said that, uh, there was something wrong with my son. I said, there's nothing wrong with my son. Well, well, he won't sit down. He, 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 he's doing this. He's messing with the girl's hair. He's everything, but the right thing she was telling me. And so what they said to me was, well, we want to have him checked. Mm Mm-mm I just refused to say that there was something wrong with my son. It wasn't anything wrong with my son. After I went to that school and I had a conversation with my son, what happened was my son was ahead of the class. That was the problem. And he would get done with his work and then he became bored. So that was the problem, but I didn't allow them to test my baby. But back then, that's what they were doing. They were testing the children and saying that there was something wrong with the child and put the child on these pills and all this other stuff. But I just, I just, bound, <laughs> I just binded that on up and say what not want and talk to him real good. And you can't, you're behind and get, sit down in on people's uh, classroom and get your lesson. But personality disorder diagnosis, uh, uh, diagnosis effect. 10.6% of the general population. Okay. I'm going to say that again. Personality disorders diagnose. Let me say it again. Personality disorder diagnosis effect. That's what I'm trying to say. 10.6% of the general population. People who suffer from this y'all uh, are characterized by an instability or of personality identity. Uh, they lack goals. Uh, they have difficulty in reflecting on themselves, uh, um, doing consequences of their behavior. They don't, they don't own up to the consequences of their behavior. Let me say that, um, intimacy is often compromised. They don't want to have sex. Uh, they have a little ability to, uh, initiate or maintain stable relationships over time. So 10.6%, and this is the personality disorder diagnosis. So it affects a person more than just you know, what the physical eye can see, it affects their whole being, everything remotely that has to do with their life. But globally, it is estimated that approximately 10 out of 13% of the world population, y'all hear me, suffers from personality disorder and that 9% of all adults in the U.S. have one. Additionally, about forty to sixty percent of all psychiatric patients are also afflicted with personality disorder. So don't ever say that you don't have it or you ain't never heard of that because you don't know if you're dealing with it. There's the statistics right there. right there, and this is globally, globally, they estimated approximately ten to thirteen percent of the of the world population suffer from this this disease. Now, personality is vital to to, uh, defining who we are as individuals, okay? It involves a unique blend of traits, including attitudes, uh, thoughts, our behaviors, as well as Uh, how we express these traits in our interactions with other people and the world around us. That's something that I battle with because remember I told you, I don't like being around people all the time. I can be around them for a little bit, but then that personality or or, whatever is going on with me at that time rises up. And I just don't want to be around people. I don't want to be bothered. That's when those walls go back up. But personality disorders may cause distorted perceptions of what reality is, okay? Abnormal behaviors and distress across various uh, aspects uh, aspects of your life. And, and that can include your work environment. Uh, that can include relationships and social functioning with other people. Uh, people with personality disorders may not recognize that they are troubling uh, this behavior or the negative effect they have on others when they start acting weird, like some people may say, or acting distressed because of the personality disorder. So again, um, it is very vital that if you recognize any of these traits on someone that you have a conversation, a conversation has to be had. And see, I think I think that, uh, Me, as far as when it comes to me, I did not let people that was in my circle or people that was around me know that it was this vital, that it was this detrimental in my life. Because again, I tried to cover it up. I've been through so much. I've been through a whole lot. Um, And now my life is starting to make sense to me. It's starting to, you know, I'm, I'm starting to see the light. Let me say that because that light was off. There was no light bulb there. It was just darkness. It was just, you know, me trying to guide myself through darkness and trying to get out of this tunnel that I had crawled into. And I just could never see it. But now, because I got the help that I needed, um, I sought out, you know, professional help. I have the 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 help of my loved ones. I'm now able to see see it for what it is. And I'm able to diagnose it, but, you know, treat it before it happens. That let me say that because I can't diagnose it, but I can start treating it before it starts to happen. Now, according to Mental Health America, okay, this is a website, personality disorders fall into three different categories. Cluster A, that's odd or eccentric behavior, Cluster B, that's dramatic, emotional or erratic behavior, and Cluster C that's anxious, fearful behavior. Now this is according to Mental Health America, okay? Now we're gonna talk about cluster A. Cluster A personality disorders, that's the one, that's the topic of the the, the show today. Personalities, uh, personality disorders involve unusual and eccentric thinking or behaviors, which include paranoid personality disorder, that one is the main feature of this condition is paranoia. You, uh, paranoia. you ever saw somebody that was paranoid of everything? Uh, they used to say uh, it was superstitious, but it, paranoid, just a phrase. You, you got the fear up in your on every single thing and you just don't want to be bothered because you don't know the outcome of it. Paranoid. And this is a relentless mistrust and su- uh, suspicion of others without adequate reason for suspicion. You ain't got no reason to be paranoid. And why are you scared? People with paranoid personality disorders often believe others are trying to demean harm or threaten them. Mm -hmm. That's paranoid. My mommy used to say, why are you so paranoid? Why are you so scared? Why, why do you think the worst people with this personality? They often believe others are trying to do something to them. Why? Because it's a disease because they, they suffer from it, a personality disorder. So if you know anybody, if this sounds like anybody, uh, around you that's always paranoid and always, you know, de- feel like they're being picked on or demeaned on. See about your friends. The, the next one is, and this is still under the cluster A, schizoid personality disorder. This condition is marked uh, by a consistent pattern of detachment from the general disinterest or interpersonal relationships. So people with uh, schizoid personality disorder have a limited range <laughs> of emotions when interacting with people. Now that's me. I guess I'm a schizoid because I have minimal interaction with people. I don't want to be bothered. Do you understand me? And that's not a good thing. I'm not bragging. I'm not boasting. It's, it's, it's an illness. I it, it was so funny. My honey said to me, I said, I'll say I'm gonna drive Uber. Uh, I said, I'm gonna sign up for Uber. And she looked at me. She said, no, you're not. And I'm like, oh, they make about $1, $200 a day. She said, you're not going to do it because, first of all, you don't want nobody in your car. True. <laughs> and second, you don't like people. True. It's not that I don't like people, it's not that because I love everybody because God is love, right? It's just that I don't want to be bothered. If I'm picking you up in Uber, don't talk. Just tell me where you got to go and get in the car and get out. <laughs> But that's just how I am. I, I just don't want to be bothered. So that's the schizo, uh, schizoid, schizoid uh, personality. Then the other one is uh, schizotypal, uh, schizotypal, which is spelled. I'm going to spell it: s c h i z o t y p a l personality disorder. People with this condition display a consistent pattern of intense discomfort with limited need for close relationships relationships may be hindered by their distorted views of reality and their superstitions and unusual behaviors that sound like me too don't (laughs) y'all i told y'all i was jacked up but that's all right i'm getting through life that's okay but yeah so you got paranoid personality disorder you got schizoid uh personality disorder then you got a schizotypal uh, personality disorder. Now those are all fall up under the cluster A personality disorder. Now we're going to cluster B of the personality disorder. and under the cluster B personality, uh you uh that involves dramatic and erratic behaviors. People with uh, this type of condition, uh, what they do, they display intense, unstable emotions and impulsive behaviors. Mm, mm, mm. I told y'all it's a name for everything, didn't I tell you? Cluster B personality disorders include antisocial personality. <laughs> wow, antisocial personality disorder is it's, it's it has a nickname AS, ASPD. People with ASPD show a lack of respect towards others. Mm, mm, mm. Now listen, let me put a little fork in the road. <laughs> I don't know if the, i don't know if i want to agree with this one because i don't think you have to be diagnosed to not want to have respect for people because then if that's the case everybody in america suffer from uh, the aspd because you're saying that it shows a lack of respect toward others and don't follow social accepted norms or rules that's everyday people but I'm just going to go with what the, uh, the the professionals say. They say that if you suffer from that, then you have ASPD. People with ASPD may break the law. <laughs> they may break the law or cause physical or emotional harm to others around them. They may refuse to take responsibility uh, for their behaviors or display any type of disregard uh, for the negative consequences of their actions. ASPD. Antisocial personality disorder that falls under cluster B. That is, that is great to hear. Like it, it makes sense why it just makes sense. And I don't understand why uh, I didn't know this prior to this, because I could have probably nipped a lot of things in, in, in the bud. Um, but the next one is borderline personality disorder, which is the short um, name for it is B, uh, BPD. This condition um, is marked by difficulty with emotional regulation. And what that does, it results in low Mm self-esteem. It results in mood swings. It results in uh, impulsive behaviors. Uh, And it also uh, messes with relationships. It it makes it hard for you to be in relationships. Mm -hmm. That's borderline personality disorder, okay? Uh, Then they have histronic personality disorder. Now all this still falls up under cluster B. This condition is marked by intense, unstable emotions and a a distorted self-image. So for people with uh, histrionic personality disorder, their self-esteem depends on the approval of others. (laughs) Let me say that again. So for people with uh, histrionic personality disorder, their self-esteem depends on the approval of others. And it doesn't come from a true feeling of self-worth. They have an overwhelming desire to be noticed by everybody, everybody. And they may display dramatic or inappropriate uh, behaviors just to get that attention. Now, wait a minute. I know a couple of people that do this, okay? And I just thought that they were just trying to be seen but now I realize that they suffer from, uh, this personality disorder that's called histrionic. Um, and this is very deep. This is, this is good. I I hope this is good. As good as it is to, to me, it, th- that is good to you as well, because I did not know this. Uh, but yeah, that this personality, this, this is deep y'all. I'm sorry, but this one is unstable emotions and distorted self image. People that suffer from this, um, their self-esteem depends solely on the approval of others. And, and it doesn't come from a true feeling of, of self-worth. They don't have any self-worth. They have an overwhelming desire just to be noticed by others. They want the attention. And, and they may display dramatic or inappropriate behaviors just so that you can notice them and pay attention to them. Wow. The next one is nar uh Narciss... Uh, what is this one? I'm sorry, you guys. Oh, narcissistic personality disorder. I had cut it off. Narcissistic personality disorder. This condition involves a consistent pattern of perceived uh, uh, grandiose grandiosity. (laughs) Let me get these big words right: grandiosity and a and and a excessive need for praise and admiration and a lack of empathy for others. These thoughts. And behaviors often stem from low self-esteem and lack of self-confidence. Wow. So you have the cluster B personality disorders. You have the cluster A personality disorders. Now we're going to cluster C and cluster C uh, personality disorder. Okay. So we're going into cluster C again. And this is included with avoidant personality disorder. People with this condition have chronic feelings of any inadequacy and are highly sensitive to being negatively judged by others. Um, though they would like to interact with everybody and other people, um, they have a tendency to avoid uh, social interaction due to the intense fear of being rejected. So they don't want to be rejected. That's the avoidant personality disorder. The next one is dependent personality disorder. Uh, This condition is marked by a constant and an excessive need to be cared for by someone else. So at what point are you going to be responsible for you, right? Well, if you suffer from this disorder, it's kind of hard. It also involves uh, submissiveness, a need for constant reassurance and the inability to make decisions. Okay, we're talking about dependent personality disorder. People with dependent personality disorder often become uh, very close to another person or people and spend a great effort of trying to please those people. They tend to display passive and clingy behavior and have to and have a fear of separation. They don't know how to be by themselves. They don't know how to be alone. They always have to be around other people, and then they always have to make other people happy because of the low self esteem that they're dealing with. Um, so that's the dependent personality disorder. The next one is obsessive compulsive personality disorder, which is short for OCPD. This condition is marked by a consistent and extreme need for order, uh, order lines and perfection and control. Okay. And that's with no room for any type of flexibility at all. Uh, They ultimately uh, uh, show or, or have interference with completing any type of task. They don't know how to complete a task. They don't know how to finish what they start. They'll start something and won't finish it. I am, I am, uh, one of those type of people, I will start something and then I won't finish it because if I, sometimes if I don't see it working in my favor, if I don't see it working out, then I get depressed and I don't want to deal with it anymore. That's OCPD. Um, it can also interfere with relationships. Okay. Obsessive compulsive personality disorder. So you have all of the clusters. Okay. These are clusters that according to the mental health America, uh, personality disorders, these are what uh, they've, how they categorize them, they fall into different categories and and again, I'm going to give them to you cluster a um, that's odd or eccentric behavior. Cluster B, dramatic, emotional or erratic behavior. and uh, cluster C, anxious fearful behavior. And all of these are uh, relevantly uh, still active. People are still, uh, being diagnosed with these people are still living, um, out these different type of personalities disorders. So let me say this. When, when you think about cancer, right. When you think about heart disease or, or, or what's another, or diabetes or, or, or uh, uh, high blood pressure, whatever you don't wait years to treat it. Right. mm no, you don't. You go to the doctor or the hospital and they tell you that you're suffering suffering from any of these, you you go ahead and get the treatment or you get the medication that you need, right? See, we start before we we start before stage 4 and we begin with uh with prevention. So, why don't we do the same for individuals who are dealing with mental health? Because as soon as you find out that you got cancer, you you automatically go get get the uh the the necessary uh uh treatment that you need. When you, when you find out that you have heart disease, you go get the treatment that you need. When you find out that you're a diabetic, you go ahead and get that. When you find out that you have lupus or whatever you may have, we immediately start stage four, meaning we begin the preventative things that we needed to do to, do to stop it from spreading or stop it from harming our body. So why don't we do this for individuals who are dealing with mental health? Because mental health conditions should be treated long before they reach the most critical points of your, of your life or, or reach the critical points in, the, uh, the, in uh, the disease process. So why don't we acknowledge that? Why people just overlook it like it's not nothing? Why do people just brush it under the rug like, child, ain't nothing wrong with them. You know, they'll be all right. No, that's why America is so jacked up. Half of the criminals and half of the people that are out there getting into trouble or that are homeless or that are jobless or whatever the situation, they're dealing with some type of mental disorder. And I'm just I'm just being transparent. A lot of times people, if, if their world is, is, is shattered and they're not able to function, 95 percent of that is because there's something mentally wrong with that person. And I just told y'all, it can be genetic, it can be childhood trauma, it could be anything. So we as a as a, a, as a community, as, an, a, as a, a, a world or, or United States, whatever you want to call it, we need to do more. There has to be something that's going to be done, that needs to be done because people are dying from this, believe it or not. People are killing themselves. People are killing other people. I, I mean, I just, I listened to, uh, not listen, I was reading um, the other day where uh, this woman, this this woman up in, um, I think, where was she at? Detroit or Washington, Virginia. She's somewhere, I think it was Virginia. She shot her sons. She shot both of them as they laid in the bed. She shot them in the head. And then she went outside and she asked the neighbor to take a box of photos to her ex-husband. And he looked in the box. And when he turned around, after he looked in the box and he saw that there was pictures in the box, he turned around and he looked at her and there was a gun pointed, pointed at his head. And the only thing that kept him from being killed is that he grabbed her and tackled her. And so as I, as I continue to read, what happened was instead of them taking her to jail, do you know where they took her? They took her to a psych ward. They took her to the hospital uh, psych unit to be evaluated. So now I'm saying this, there had to be, uh, be signs. She didn't just wake up and say, I'm going to kill my sons, especially when you don't carry them for nine months and you don't birth these children. And now you just, you killed both of you. And, and this is the sad part, guys. They are keeping these children alive on life support so that they can give their uh, organs away. Excuse me. I'm telling you, it's deeper than what people put it out there to be. It's deeper. So when do you need to seek professional help? Well, a lot of people go through life with symptoms from a variety of all types of disorders, depression, anxiety, uh, phobias, or even personality disorders, what we're talking about today. So seeking help is necessary. Uh, Fantasia has a song that says necessary. And this that song is uh, pertaining to this. Seeking help is necessary when the symptoms of any disorder impairs one's ability to function. Okay, I'm gonna say that again. When do you need to seek professional help for you or that other person? You need to seek help as soon as possible, it is necessary that when you start seeing those symptoms of any type of disorder, impairs, or anything that does not look right, if they're not able to function, if they have the inability to function as a regular person, get them get them people some help, okay? See about your people. Intervention may be needed if one has difficulty on inability to get out of bed. They can't get out of bed, that's a red flag. If they can't go to school and, and do their schoolwork, That's a red flag because it's in children as well. If they can't manage and complete tasks while at school or work, see about your people. That's a red flag. If they cannot manage stress, red flag. Uh, What's another one? Uh, If they engage in healthy healthy social and intimate relationships all the time, (laughs) nonstop, see about your people. Uh, uh, If they have the inability to pay bills and they're not good with managing money, they need to seek some help. And then, if they can't find pleasure in their life, if they're not happy with their life, if they're always talking about how their life is not good, that's a red flag. It's important, y'all, to remember that everyone acts dysfunctional, okay? Everybody, everybody has some type of dysfunction in them, okay? At least some of the time, not all the time, right? But most everybody I know (laughs) has felt empty or has been empty at one time or another. Okay, especially when you were when you were a teenager and many and many of us have at least thought about suicide. Not everybody, not everybody, but some people have. A few have done some some significant antisocial things in their days, more so maybe when they were children and and they kind of grew out of it or growing out of it as an adult. But an introvert sure does the same thing. Introverts. They're the ones, remember I told you, they don't want to be bothered. They'll go in their room all day, locked up in their room, don't want to come out. They come out to go to the bathroom and that's it, or go get something to eat. If, If you're dealing with somebody like that, that's a red flag. You need to get them some help, okay? Get them some help. There was a time I thought I was an introvert. I told you guys, I said, well, I'm an introvert, but I'm not an introvert. As I, I didn't uh, continue to do my research, I'm not because I do come out. I do go out. I am social when I have to be. Do I necessarily want to be social all the time? No, but I'm not an introvert. I I, I take that back because I, I I think I did that uh podcast and I said that I think I was. I'm not because I can talk freely and I do know how to have conversations with people. Um, and I do know how to come outside and, and take a little uh, breath of fresh air. But you could spend a lifetime trying to figure this thing out. It, it goes deep deeper than the river, right? You can spend a lifetime trying to figure out a person's insanity uh, without ever calling it anything like that. You you can call it giving it another try, not giving giving up on someone Uh, They deserve another chance and so on and so on and so on. But while all you really want, all you really, really want to say is, I don't know how to end this, nor do I dare to. I don't know how to help them. So let me get them some help. Personality disorders are serious. It's a serious illness. It's a serious mental illness, which doesn't exclude or reside in in everybody, but the majority of people, it does. Okay. 10% of which of the majority is not receiving mental health treatment. The majority of the ones that's uh, that's dealing with this, they are not getting help. And so what they're doing, they're trying to battle this thing on their own. This thing exists y'all, all All right? It exists. I was told by my therapist that I display obsessive compulsive personality traits. So when I read about it later, it was like the article was exactly me and it was about me. And so often, you know, we speak about the, the people that are suffering from mental illnesses, but rarely do we mention those who keep up with abuse when living with people or who have uh, these type of conditions often uh, the affected suffer uh, suffers less than the family members around them okay we we can talk about people that are going through and that are being abused or people that are 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 being mistreated or people that are you know not doing good but we don't talk about she's suffering from personality disorders or she's suffering from some type of mental illness or there is something really wrong in in her brain. She just not being herself. That's why a lot of people take abuse. Mm -hmm. People that don't know how to say no people that don't know how to stop the things that they're doing. Mm -hmm. It's real. It exists. And, and, and again, it's nothing to play with there. There is mechanisms out there for people to get what they need. We got to stop being stagnant. We gotta stop, we gotta, we gotta push people so that they can go get the help they need. Mentally healthy people have a genuine wish for peace and prosperity, and they want things to be good. But on the other hand, people with personality disorders, we have that wish as well, but, but because of this illness, we don't have the connection. We've lost the connection to normal functioning. We can't function, we can't do those things, we can't think on that level. Okay, I'm serious about mental health. And, you know, it's a sacrifice. Uh, I'm sacrificing um, being transparent with you guys uh, and talking about this with you, because. I don't want nobody to have to go through what I go through. And if I can help you not go through this, then I'm going to do everything I need to do to continue to promote it. Sacrifice. Too often we beat ourselves up thinking our effort to save people or relationships wasn't enough or it was insufficient without considering that you might not be dealing with a normal situation. Sacrifice is always gonna be good up to a point. But when you start destroying your own mental health, your own physical health, or even even, uh, the chance for progress and improvement and evaluation of the situation has to be had. The understanding that you're not dealing with a difficult character, but with a personality disorder. And that changes the whole dynamics of your decision-making and how you see that individual. It enables you to adjust your reaction your emotions and your behavior to the situation that you're facing with that individual. Take the right steps, stay positive, put yourself in a position of knowing, get get the the resources out there so that you can be knowledgeable of people that battle with this disorder. Sometimes I know it'll be difficult. It's going to be hard, but much easier than to stay confused about why they did the things that they did. Or why did they say what they said? Or why did they just whatever the situation is? Seek knowledge and understanding so that you can help somebody who is dealing with this disease. Personalities are more complex than they are made out to be. Just because a person looks like they're okay does not mean that they are okay. Thank you so much, so much for allowing me to pour into you today um, and allow me to be transparent about uh, this deadly, this, this uh, really, it's just so this, this thing that we call mental health, the disease, the personality disorders. And, and, and this was very deep for me. Um, I, I, I didn't really want to do this, but I needed to do it because I needed to deal with it for me, not for nobody, but me. Um, and again, there's so much to this. Um, if you just do your research, go out there and read. And I was a little nervous uh, presenting this today, but I think I did pretty okay trying to get it out there to you. Um, if, if you want more information, just go to any of the websites. If you know somebody that needs help, please get them some help. There's hotline numbers out there. Uh, there are people that are, are waiting to help you and it's all in confidence. Um, if you just don't want to You know, go through that, talk to a loved one, a friend, a family, just get the necessary help that you need. And like that young man said, we all have a purpose. You have a purpose. And your purpose is not for you to leave this world unexpectedly. Your purpose is for you to be able to bridge the gap in your mental health and try to put it back together. You are not, and I repeat, you are not your diagnosis. Again, I thank you so much for uh, tuning into the Just Just podcast show. We are here Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays and we start exactly at 5am. And again, I am on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Google Podcast, Kendall Alexa, Stitcher Radio, and my website, www.justjustpodcastshow.com. I will be back on Friday with a new topic. Listen, you guys have a wonderful rest of your week and do me a big, 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 big favor. Tell a friend that got a friend that already knows a friend about the Just Just Podcast Show. Okay. I'll be back on Friday. Until then, I'm out. This has been a Morning Motivation, Just Jess podcast with Anchor FM. Tune in weekdays, Monday through Friday, starting at 5 a.m. for the Morning Motivation with Just Jess.